Hey everybody, welcome to the Fair Leo Podcast, episode number eight, I Have a Brother. This is Ben, by the way. This song is one that we're excited about, we're excited to share it. We hope you enjoy it, I hope it touches your heart. Let's do it. When no one would touch me, you laid your hands on me. When the world condemned me, you forgave me, you forgave me.
everybody what's up yo welcome again once again to do the i say yo every time fairly fairly yo podcast let's not do that again <laughs> um so you may have overheard our conversation earlier laura we need an intervention because laura has an <laughs> issue with a game called solitaire maybe you've heard of it but she has you had two apps on your phone <laughs> Two, <laughs> you had two solitaire apps on your phone. Well, there was a reason I did. I wasn't playing both of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I had one and then there were, whatever. I don't have to explain myself. Well, explain at least your reasoning because you, the way that just, I want to hear your justification for. <laughs> okay. So I had the app solitaire and the one I have has. Let me see your phone. <laughs> <laughs> gives me so many ads in between games. Oh, I'm sorry. But one of the ads was solitaire, you don't need Wi-Fi and no ads and it's free. Oh, wow. So I actually downloaded that one thinking, great, I will probably delete the other one. Let me try it. But then I tried that app and it didn't have this feature in the other app. <laughs> Where you can, like, oh my gosh! I'm, <laughs> I'm looking on. So I got on your settings on your no, phone. No, don't look at that. <laughs> wait, wait. Is this gonna be in the podcast? Uh, don't just, say that. I won't say it out loud. How much time you're spending on solitaire? <laughs> oh no! Okay, but it so says just today. <laughs> just to, I want you to look at that. Just today. How much time? Okay, okay, okay. Anyways, I got it because of that, but then it didn't have a feature, and so then I didn't like using it, and then I just never deleted <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's not that bad. An hour and nine minutes. There you go. It okay. could be worse. Well, you know what's good? Yeah. Do you see any social media apps? Wow. None. Not even Insta. Okay, I had Facebook, but that was like... That was for a registration that I was doing for an event. I went on there to sign up for an event. Good for you. A Christian event. I'm happy for you. And I have not been on social media <laughs> at all. <laughs> and I think it's better for my brain. Well, I'm so glad. Anyways. Well, everybody, thanks again for joining us. Um, just a quick thing uh, before we begin. Thanks again for contributing to our Kickstarter. Um, if you missed our last episode, we got back from Nashville safe and our producer Josiah sent us the the edited track. So if you're not familiar, this might interest you. So 
we or not, but I'm gonna say it anyways. So when we went to Josiah's home studio, we recorded instruments and vocals. From there, he sent the the unfinished song to be to have the vocals edited and to have the guitars edited, and that just means they're lined up and make sure that they're um, just edited. So Should we have a little teaser of it at the end? Ooh, just like a cool. little just clip. A tiny just for the clip. few people that actually listen to this podcast. Oh, that's an idea. Okay, sorry. Continue. Anyways, he's, so mm. he got the edited version back. He sent it back to us just to make sure we're good with it. We were good with it, so now he's going to send it to a mix engineer. That's like the final... St- well... The mix engineer and then the mastering stage, which the mix is just make sure you can hear, make sure you can hear all the instruments and the vocals well. And then the mastering is just sort of putting this, making sure that it's presentable for like streaming platforms and what have you. Or if you wanted to go old school and burn a CD. Anyways, you probably didn't care about all that, but it's kind of fun to think about all that. Anyways, yesterday he sent us the edited track and now it's gonna go off and be mixed so yeah we're excited it was a good trip it was a good learning experience for us um yeah i feel like i gained a lot yeah me too learning from him and you know how to make how to do things better it also reinvigorated me for songwriting and doing producing i don't think you need a lot of revigoration though for songwriting (laughs) Your problem is recording them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And problem meaning you don't always record. Not that you're bad at recording. I just want to go on record, everyone. I'm not saying Thank you bad for at clarifying. Yes, you're welcome. Um, well, well, anywho. Well, we just played this song called I Have a Brother. Um, this is a song that I wrote with uh, Laura's brother, Jack. Shout out to Jack. Um, great guy. And uh, he, uh, I kind of had the bones of the song written. And this was another one of those situations um, where I was, this song, I don't want to say it came to me, but the, the, wor- the word and the melody, I have a brother, I just remember it, it did, honestly, it just came to me. Like, Holy Spirit just sort of plopped that on, in, on me. I have a brother, I have a friend. Um. And the song just kind of grew from there. But the, the, uh, let me just tell a quick story. So during COVID, there was, uh, maybe six weeks into the pandemic. If this was back in 2020, I just remember having like a really bad day. Um, just realizing that stuff wasn't going to be, go back to normal. Um, and I came home and I just, sat at this at the piano that was in our bedroom at the time and I just pray I was just praying and playing the piano a little bit and crying a little bit and um singing and literally I felt like physical hands on my back like on my shoulder here and that was like never happened before it hasn't happened since but I, I, in that moment, I believe that God, like, literally touched me. Um, so that really inspired, like, the first verse of the core of the verse, you know, when I was lonely, or I always met, what is it? When no one would touch touch me, me. you laid your hands on me. 
And well, because th- of COVID, I see. Yeah, and also because <laughs> of COVID, because you weren't shaking hands or hugging or, you you know, your social distancing. So that's interesting. Because I um, can I jump in real quick? Yeah. Because that line really speaks to me too, and we even talked about it at church on Sunday. But it makes me think of the story of the leper who was a complete outcast, and no one would touch him, and it was like against Jewish law to touch him or like be with him or eat with him or anything. And, um, or like even walk on the same street. Basically it was just like, you were completely alone. And that phrase when no one would touch me, um, you laid your hands on me and how I think that's the story. It is, it's in, um, I think it's Luke. Let's see. This is one of the scriptures I had. Oh yeah. Um, Luke 10 maybe? Uh, don't quote me on that. It is in Luke, but also the one I have is, um, the one I pulled up was from Matthew 8. Oh. And it's when he says, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And um, I think in some translations, or maybe it's a different book, it says Jesus looked um, at him with compassion and said, I'm willing. And I, that story is just, I love that. And that's what I, that's the picture I have. Yeah. Yeah, that's really powerful. But I didn't even think about the COVID part. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also remember, um, when I was in high school, I was homeschooled and I had friends. Um, I had some really great friends, but just the thing about our situation was I didn't see my friends really that regularly. Um, maybe until like, I don't know, my senior, once I started to drive, I saw them more regularly, but there were many weeks where I would go for, you know, um, maybe, I don't know, maybe a month. I don't know if I'm exaggerating that, but maybe a month without like, you know, having an opportunity to hang out with my friends. That's so sad. It was sad. You know, looking <laughs> back, it was kind of sad, but I didn't really know too much different, but I really think that drove me to God because I just have these memories of like singing in my room, playing guitar, reading the Bible. And I just, that, it was tough, but it was like, Jesus just totally met with me, you know, mm-hmm. when I was, when I really was alone, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think, you know, he, he's there for us even now, you know, he doesn't change. And I think when we call out to him and we, you know, ask him to come, he comes, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, this song really touches me just as a reminder of all those things of who he is and those times in my life when he literally touched me, you know, came into my room and sat with me and, um, spoke to me through his word and not because I, you know, said the right thing or did any of the right things, but just because he loves me. And Mm -hmm. that's just, I feel like every day, um, I need that, you know? So anyways, you want to look at a couple scriptures here? I kind of like just this flow. We got a good flow today. Yeah. Um, I had a couple other ones, but uh, you can go. The obvious one is Proverbs 18.24. It, this is NIV. It says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Um, you know, this is Solomon writing the Proverbs. I, maybe this is prophetic. You know, he's looking forward to um, the incarnate Jesus um, perhaps he was just writing in like a really practical sense, you know, but it's true. Jesus sticks closer than a brother. You mm-hmm. know? Um, 
And you know, when I was writing this song, I wasn't necessarily thinking about this, that verse per se, but um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, I have one, and then I just thought of one as you were talking that the one you mentioned made me think of it. But the first one I have is from Hebrews 2. And um, talking about Jesus, and it says, obviously, but for both he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one father, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Um, so like that Jesus calls us his brothers and he, he refers to his disciples. I just, um, a few different times, um, in the new Testament as brothers or, you know, friends, yeah. Friends or when he talks to the women who found him at the tomb and he says, go tell my bread, my brothers, um, and say to him, I'm going to ascend to my father, that part. And then also made me think of, um, when Jesus, he was teaching and his like literal mom, Mary, and his like physical brothers came and they were asking for him. And they said, oh, um, mm. Rabbi, your mother and brothers in here are, oh, wow. they're here to see you. And he was like, who are my mother and my brothers? These are all my brothers, my mother and brothers, wow. the ones that he was teaching and his disciples. Um, hmm. I didn't think of that. That's powerful. Yeah. That I'm. That's funny that you brought up the Hebrews 2 one because that's one I brought up too. And that whole passage is really, it's really powerful because it's, you know, making the case um, that uh, I think it, earlier on in in that chapter, it quotes Psalm 8, which t- talks about how like, um, who is man that you're mindful of him or the son of man that you care for him? You've set him lower than the heavenly beings, but you crown him with glory and honor. And the fact that God, that Jesus became a real man, he is in a very human sense, he's our real brother. You know, even today, he's, you know, we have the Holy Spirit right now and Jesus is, from what we understand, he's preparing a place for us and he'll come back. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is still a physical man in a physical place somewhere right Mm now. And, He's a real brother, you know. It's just kind of mind-blowing. And I think, too, it's also really special that he, I mean, there are, like, really positive illustrations of brotherhood in the Bible, but, like, in a sense, he redeems the idea of a brother because I feel like there's so many stories in the Bible where brother turns against brother, like Cain and Abel, and then, um, like, David's brothers didn't support him, and Jacob lied to Esau, and... Um, what are some of the other ones that I was thinking of? Mm. But yeah, it's just like, that's such a close bond. It should, it was created to be such a close bond and like Jesus carried that out perfectly, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I can just say one more thing while I was thinking about, while I'm thinking about it, um, this is your podcast. You can say whatever you want. (laughs) You know, that's for permission. (laughs) Um, And something that I was thinking about while working on this song was I am, there's three kids in my family. I have two older sisters and then there's me. And so in a real, like, it's just a fact. I don't have, um, like blood brothers, a blood brother, a blood brother. I just, I, that's not the family I was born into. I love my sisters. I'm so grateful for my sisters. Um, 
And I think like sometimes while that is a fact, um, there's sometimes other, uh, what am I trying to say? It's like the, the spiritual reality that, um, Jesus is my real brother. You know, Mm. I have brothers in Christ. Now I have brothers-in-law now that I'm married. You have like five. (laughs) Potentially six or seven. Potentially six or seven on the way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, anyways, just to know that like the family that I was born into, um, and that's not like the, that's not the final say in my situation, you know? And I guess what I'm trying to say is just because you're born into something or the world is telling you something, you know, the world says, Ben, you don't have a brother. You just weren't born with brothers. Um, okay, that's true. But what is also true is I actually do have brothers. I have lots of Christian brothers, brothers in Christ, brothers-in-law, Jesus is my brother, you know. So I guess all I'm trying to say is, you know, even with the verses of this song, it's like the world condemned me, but God, you you forgave me. The world cursed me, but God, you blessed me. It's just this idea that um, God has the final say, you know, in who I am, what my situation is, and how he blesses me. And, um, and it's not always pretty, right? It's not always going to be um, perfect. Um, but just to kind of have this, the faith that God's love is uh, beyond what the world is going to offer me, mm-hmm. know, I guess. That's yeah. maybe what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So It's like a, a beautiful contradiction. That, yeah. I, guess. I was trying to think of, like of a, a different word for that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And maybe just, yeah, another thought. The song kind of finishes with this. The bridge is really simple. It's just, I love you, Jesus. Um, and, you know, you could sing this song and you could get a gist that is probably not about, uh, you know, someone other than Jesus, right? But I think it's really powerful when you get to the bridge and you're able to just say it, you know, I love you, Jesus, at least for me growing up in like a traditional Lutheran setting where, you know, we don't do altar calls, you know, we don't, um, do, it's just not, uh, it's responsive in its own way. But, um, I think giving space for people to respond, um, just like, you know, even as Jesus gave Peter a chance to respond, he said, Peter, do you love me? You know, after his resurrection, Mm -hmm. those three times, giving Peter a space to just respond and be like, yes, God, I love you. You know, I think that's for me, at least that's Mm -hmm. really powerful to provide a space for people to declare that they love Jesus, you know? So yeah, I like that part of the song. I like that part too. It's just really sweet and simple. Yeah. It's like a declaration. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, well, I, we love that song. We hope it blesses you. We hope it blesses your heart. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing today. Fun fact. Um, 
this is totally not related. I was just going to say, um, Ben can read books in very great Southern accent oh. skills. <laughs> You're sweet to say that. Bless about your me. heart. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, I'm working on my accents. Um, well, shall we pray and get this podcast out the door? Yep. Thanks again for listening. Yep. Um, okay. I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, Heavenly Father, you bless us with a brother in your son, Jesus. And uh, we, can commune with, we can commune with him and with you through the Holy Spirit. And it's not something that we deserved. Um, but it was just out of your abundant, compassionate, gracious love that you welcomed us into, into your family. And uh, that by Jesus' death and his resurrection that we can have access to you 24-7 and that you defeated um, the, you know, the the devil, and not just the devil, but like, you know, the schemes of this world and our own sin. It's been defeated, and Jesus is victorious, and we just relish that fact, and we revel in it, and uh, we're grateful, grateful. Um, we pray that we could grow in wisdom and stature, and that... Um, you continue to grow the family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Woo! This, That's a wrap. This couch is pretty comfy. Usually you're sitting over here. I was thinking how I was glad I was sitting in this rolling oh, chair yeah. instead. Nice. It's warm. Maybe we'll have to make this a thing. Yeah. Because I'm just kind of doing a lounge. He's also wearing like a grandpa yes. um, cardigan. Will you take a picture of me? Yeah. We'll put it on the Instagram. There's a lot of colors going on here. <laughs> In my maroon. Our couch oh. is avocado green. Ben's wearing this, like, light blue and maroon. Oh, my goodness. Make sure the lighting's good. It's not good down here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Peace out. Bye-bye.